Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Welcome, everyone, to episode 150 of the Launch Your Live show. I'm your host, Christian Karasevich, and today we're going to talk about live stream pet peeves, what bothers your viewers, and maybe some things you can do to fix it. Before we begin, just want to thank you all for listening. You know, we share a lot of tips, techniques, strategy. We interview other successful streamers to help bring you the best information to help you on your live stream journey. Uh, by the way, for those of you, if you want to check out any of our past episodes, you can go to launchyour.live forward slash podcast. We'd love it if you either maybe listen to a past episode or left us a review. Let us know what you like about the show, uh, what you'd like to see more of so that we can continue to deliver it. Uh, with that, let's jump into this week's topic. So as I mentioned, pet peeves. Yes, they're things that, that bother you. You know, everybody has them. They're all a little bit different. And what I've done for this show is I've identified six pet peeves, six live stream pet peeves that can bother your viewers. And we'll talk about each of them and talk about what you can do. You know, if you're, for example, if you find yourself doing some of these, what can you do to actually fix it or, you know, maybe lessen it? And again, these are live stream pet peeves, but I'm sure there are plenty more than just six. Um, so let's get into these. And by the way, pet peeves, I mean, it's basically, you know, like I said, something that bothers people during a show. And you have to think about it like this. Your viewers, they have a finite amount of time. You know, you, so look at it from both perspectives. Your viewers, that is who you want to make sure your content is matching you know, if your viewers, for example, if you're trying to attract a certain type of audience, make sure that, you know, your topics are matching that, you know, or at least they, they align somewhat to it. They don't have to match perfectly, but, you know, you want to make sure that the people that are tuning in are the people that you want to watch, right? You know, the people you're trying to get your message out to. However, on the flip side, again, I mean, you have to also look at your message and you have to say, well, okay, what am I doing and who is it that I want to try to reach? And then align your topics, your show, your format, your structure of your show, all that sort of content that goes into making, you know, making sure that, you know, what you're putting out is attracting the right audience. So I guess I could give you an example here and we could talk about it from the perspective of let's talk about restaurants. You know, you go to a restaurant and there's always, you know, $1 sign, $2 signs, $3 signs, all, all the way up to $5 signs. Now, a lot of times that's the food, but you also have to look at it like this. As you go from dollar sign to dollar sign, so maybe we go from one to three or one to five, there is typically a big jump in terms of the type of clientele they're trying to attract. So for example, if somebody is, you know, having a $1 sign meal, chances are it's going to be probably a lot of processed food, probably stuff that's not necessarily healthy. You know, the quality of the ingredients is going to be okay. It's not going to be great. You know, it's going to be a lot of, hey, it's self-serve. You know, you kind of, you know, you're not going to get that 
personal touch if that's what you're looking for. You know, and then as you kind of go up, I mean, then you go up and you get better ingredients, you get better service, you get a very different vibe when you go into the restaurant. You know, you also get, you know, a certain, uh, you know, certain uh, quality as well. You know, the same thing happens when you look at uh, the branding of products. So, for example, if you buy an entry level product, we'll use uh, an iPad as an example. If you buy the lowest cost iPad, it's not going to perform as well as the highest version, the most expensive version. And again, that's because, you know, they're looking to attract a certain type of customer with that particular product. So, you know, the lower end product, it's going to be a good product, but it's, for example, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to have the best quality screen or it's not going to, you know, be as fast or it's not going to be able to do certain things because, again, they're trying to attract a certain audience. So just kind of keep that in mind as you are building your stream. You know, we've talked about this a lot. We've talked about, you know, just building the fundamentals for a live stream show, you know, and you have to know who your audience is. You have to know who you're attracting or who you're trying to attract. And then you build your show around that, you know, in both the structure and in the content and the topics that you're covering. So, okay, live stream pet peeves. Here's number one. And by the way, I sort of just committed this pet, this uh, sort of committed this uh, live stream pet peeve here. And that is not really starting on time uh, because, well, I started this show and I'm about five minutes in and I just now got to the first pet peeve. So uh, one of the first pet peeves for live streaming is not starting on time. And what I mean by this, you know, I don't mean, well, you had an emergency come up and you couldn't start on time. I mean, you don't give yourself enough time. And what that means is if you say your show is going to start at 10 a.m., you don't roll in five, 10 minutes before. You are there a half an hour before, maybe even an hour, depending on the complexity of the show. You've tested your equipment. You've got your notes open. You've got your dashboard, for example, open. You know, you've got everything ready to go and you're ready to start your live stream. Now, what this doesn't mean is this isn't something where, you know, oh, you have a countdown timer, like a 30 second countdown timer, a one minute countdown timer. And you play that at the beginning. I don't count that as not starting on time. What I mean is you're saying, hey, I'm going to go live at 10 a.m. and you're not live at 10. Maybe you're live at 1015. You know, maybe you're live at 1005. You know, it's uh, in a way it's sort of unprofessional. So not starting on time. That is going to be one of the first pet peeves. Now, how do you avoid this or how do you fix it? Remember, your audience's time is valuable. So get there early. If, for example, if it's just you streaming, 30 minutes is probably pretty good. Give yourself time. This is what I always do. I always restart my computer. I always make sure I close all my browser tabs that I don't want open during the stream. If I notice my computer is running a little slow, I restart my computer. And I allow at least five, 10 minutes, even though it doesn't take anywhere near that nowadays. So that is one of the ways that I rectify that issue. The other thing is then, you know, if I'm going to have, for example, if I'm going to have, uh, if I'm doing it by myself, that's kind of what I do. And then I get my notes open. Then I get my broadcast open. I have my window set up and I use certain tools, by the way, for some of this stuff as well. So uh, for example, you know, I basically split my screen in two. And on one side, I have the studio that I'm working from. And then on the right side, I have my notes. And I have a, yeah, um, I use a tool. It's called a Better Snap Tool. 
Uh, but you know, Windows, for example, if you're a Windows user, a lot of times you can just drag a window to one side. And then uh, if you do that, it will prompt you to put a second screen next to it. And so what I do is I have that stuff set up to where I know, okay, I drag one window to one side, my next one's ready to go. I got the show already ready. I've got everything lined up. The other thing is I bookmark a lot of links as well. So make sure I've got all that to go. Uh, another way you can uh, prepare yourself for not starting on time. Again, that 30 minute window. If you have a guest on, I would bump that out to at least an hour ahead of time, knowing that, you know, if you've never worked with that guest, there could be tech issues. So in addition to you needing to restart, they may need to restart as well. So I would definitely allot enough time to have a guest on to do, you know, framing, to get them framed properly, to also work with them on any audio or tech issues they have. If you're not a tech person, by the way, you need to hire a live stream producer. And uh, I can definitely help you with that. So you can contact me at launch your live if you want to, if you need some help for, for that. But I definitely would encourage you uh, to have, you know, those sorts of things covered. Uh, the other thing I also like to do to make sure I start on time is I set an alarm. I put a calendar invite and I set an alarm. I make sure that alarm goes off, not 10 minutes beforehand. I make sure it goes off, you know, 30 minutes beforehand, get myself there. Then I know, okay, five minutes before my stream's going to start or supposed to start, I'm ready to go. I'm in my seat. I've done, you know, you've got your water, you've got anything you need. You got all that stuff taken care of and then you're ready to go live. So not starting on time. That's live stream pet peeve number one. Very easy thing to fix. Now, if you're not somebody who is good at being on time, what I would encourage you to do is don't beat yourself up over the fact that, you know, oh, you started late the show. Just know, you know what? I started late. What am I going to do the next time to improve it and actually take action on it and improve it? So number one, not starting on time. Number two, Live stream pet peeves. The live stream lacks a focus and a structure. So again, I mentioned this at the beginning, but you want to have a focus. Every single stream should be about typically a particular, a main topic. And the reason this is important is because let's just say you happen to be streaming out to YouTube, your viewers, you know, in order for YouTube to recommend your content to them, YouTube's going to look at it and say, well, okay, they're covering this topic. Uh, this is a topic that, you know, oh, it seems to be really popular right now. They determine that, you know, they should show it based off the algorithm. And so make sure you have some sort of focus. Don't just go in there saying, well, you know what? Today we're going to we're going to stream, you know, we're going to go live today for two hours and you're going to have no focus. Uh, or if you do like this episode, it has a focus. Obviously, we're talking about live stream pet peeves. We're not tacking on other topics. That's all this focus this show is about this episode. So again, make sure you have a particular topic that you focus on in your streams. Now, in terms of structure, what I mean by that is, you know, you have an opening, you have a closing. So basically like bookends. And then in the middle, you've got your topics. And I personally, I would write out a run of show, you know, and a run of show is important because that's going to help keep you on track. It's going to be, well, what is our show about? And by the way, you can check that out at launcher.live slash EP160. We talked about what a run of show is. Uh, so go and check that one out as well, actually. Sorry, actually, sorry, I gave you the wrong episode there. Uh, but uh, definitely, you know, if you have a question on a run of show, um, definitely, it's definitely something you want to make sure that you 
uh, that you've covered. And actually, sorry, what I meant was uh, how to script your live stream show, and that's episode 11. So launcher.live slash EP11. If you go to uh, episode 160, you're going to get something else. So check out uh, launcher.live slash EP11. Uh, that's going to be on how to script your live stream show. Okay, so how do we go about fixing that? Obviously, you know, if you've got no focus, no structure, you got to build it. You got to put it in place. And to do that, it's it's going to take a little bit of time, but it's something that I would pretty much take it in chunks. I would say, okay, well, this is what my show currently looks like. What are some small things that we can do today to fix that? And that would be, you know, again, very, very, very basic stuff. Um, it might be something like, you know, maybe this episode, we, you know, if we don't have an intro or an outro, maybe that's the first thing we're going to focus on, you know, having an intro and an outro. Um, that's, I think, where I'd start, you know, and then once I've done that, then I need to say, okay, well, how long do I want to stream for? And then once I've got that set up, um, what I want to do is I want to go in and, you know, build in the next, you know, you're building, basically you're building the, the base. So you want to build in the intro, the outro. Those are very easy things to do. And then, figure out, okay, do I want to have, you know, how many topics do I want to cover in the amount of time? And so start to build that in. So basically build some structure into your show uh, so that every show has a framework that you work off of. And then I put all that into a Google Doc and then everything is ready to go for every single episode. Okay. Live stream pet peeve number three, not responding to comments. And there are two different ways to look at this. One of those is not responding to comments during your live stream. And the other is not responding to comments on your live stream after the fact. So I kind of just gave you the answer there of how do you, uh, how do you avoid that? Or how do you fix that? So uh, for starters, not responding to comments during your live stream. I will say this one thing that is a bit of a pet peeve for me is if you're doing a stream and people aren't answering comments at all, or if they are, that it throws off the focus of the show. And what I mean by that is if somebody is over there streaming and there's comments coming in and they're trying to get a thought out and they're like, hold on. Oh, wow. we got a great comment from this user and that user and that user, right? Those are some things uh, that, that are kind of a pet peeve for me. You know, I like that you answer questions, but I, for me, what I like to do is I like to have, maybe that's a segment break, or maybe I have a section towards the end of the stream where I cover all those uh, comments or I cover, you know, the main ones. Um, so again, not responding to comments. Uh, by the way, uh, the tool that we use at Launcher Live, you can check it out, launcher.live slash go forward slash StreamYard. You can check that out. Uh, they have a really great pinned comment feature that you can use pinned or starred comments. So if you find yourself having trouble keeping up with comments, this is where I'd recommend having a producer. You can, you know, to fix not responding to comments, one thing you can do is you can use a starred or pinned comments feature what that's going to do is it's going to allow you as you're going through a stream and you're getting comments to basically click a little star next to it and it's going to put it into a list so that you can then decide when you want to go address it. This way you don't have to worry about, well, oh, I missed the comment. You basically just check the box next to it while you're doing your stream and then you just need to figure out when you want to actually go and address it. And like I said, you can build and here's the other thing I guess with comments you don't have to answer every comment. Don't feel like you do. The other thing is you can always go back after the fact and respond to comments. And that's something you should build in. So if you find yourself not responding to comments because you get too many, maybe the answer should be at the end of my stream, I'm going to take 30 minutes 
and go back through and respond to a bunch of the comments. Or I'm going to take a week and over the course of a week between shows, maybe I'm going to respond to some additional comments. Again, the reason is because people have given you their time to come to your stream. It's up to you to not only engage with them, but also, you know, show that you actually care. It's not about you just showing up and not responding to comments. Um, you know, people give their time and they just, you know, they've, they value what you do, but they want to feel valued as well. So make sure you go and respond to some of those comments. Okay. Number four, hold on one second. Let me, uh, let me grab a snack here, grab something to drink. Okay. So the reason I did that is because, well, the fourth live stream pet peeve, at least for me is eating during a live stream. Now, I think it's okay to have water or coffee or tea or that kind of stuff during a stream. However, if you're sitting there snacking on chips and crunchy things and veggies and nuts and candy and all that sort of stuff while your stream is going on, unless you do a stream about food where that's kind of part of it, I would not really recommend, I would not encourage eating during a stream. Uh, again, like you don't really know, uh, audio, by the way, is the most important part of your stream, but you don't really know how you come across to people when you are actually chomping down on something. Your microphone can be very sensitive and it can pick up just about everything depending on the mic you use. So avoid eating during a stream. So how do you avoid this? Obviously eat beforehand. So eat beforehand. You know, if you do have to take a break, maybe this might be when you're completely off camera or you're completely muted, maybe mute your microphone and say, hey, you know what? Hey guys, I need, you know, I've had a long day. I need a snack. Grab something that is a very light snack. And that might be a couple, you know, a handful of nuts or some, you know, candy or something like that, you know, but mute your microphone or put up a hold screen and something like that. Like, hey, be right back, you know, but typically you don't want to do any of that during the stream. So again, try to eat beforehand or wait till afterwards. And then um, again, nothing wrong with having coffee, tea or water, any of that kind of stuff during the stream. Because again, your throat is going to get dry. Okay, so... What is the fifth live stream pet peeve? And that is inconsistent streaming. So one thing you're going to hear me, you heard me talk a lot about is you are vying for people's attention. It is hard to get people's attention because there's so many things out there nowadays. And if, for example, if you're not starting on time, people are going to remember that, you know, if you don't ever respond to their comments or your live stream might be you know, might have, you know, a little bit of good content, but hey, it lacks focus and it lacks structure. People might look at that and say, well, hey, you know what? There's better streams out there that do the same thing. And so they may want to go look at that. So the other thing though, so those are little, you know, sort of dings that can hurt you. However, inconsistent streaming, that is probably the biggest thing. And that to me is where, you know, you are streaming and you're telling people, you know what? Hey, I'm going to show up and then you flake out and you don't show up. I mean, the hardest part about streaming is actually starting to stream. So if you manage to even get over that hurdle, you're basically taking a big step back by then not streaming or saying, Hey, I'm going to stream next week and not showing up. Now, again, if an emergency happens, a major emergency, yes, understandable. However, if you say you're going live at 10 and you don't show up till 1030 or 11 o'clock, you know, and it's not a technical glitch or like maybe the internet isn't, didn't go, you know, if the internet went out, that's understandable. But if everything's just fine and you just decide to show up whenever you want to show up, 
you're going to potentially lose your viewers. And that's because, you know, your viewers have spent their time and they said, hey, you know what? Oh, they're starting to tent. I'm going to get there. They get there early. They're excited. And then they're waiting for you. And they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting. And you're not there. So inconsistent streaming, big pet peeve, at least for me. So if you're going to go live at a certain time, show up and go live. If you have a technical glitch, don't panic. How do you avoid this? By the way, if you're an inconsistent streamer, maybe you need to change the frequency you're streaming. So what I mean by that is if you say you're going to go live and let's just pick a random number seven days a week, which is ridiculous. If you say you're going to go live seven days a week and you find, oh, you know what? Eh, I'm kind of getting tired after a few days. You know, you have to kind of build that muscle up. Maybe what the approach you should take is I'm going to go live one to two times a week. I'm going to do that for like a month or two. And then I'm going to work that up to maybe four or five times a week, maybe seven. But again, you got to work your way up. So it's basically flipping it. It's on its head, starting with just one to two streams a week or even, you know, a couple times a month and then build yourself up to more consistent streaming. Again, if you've never done this before, it's going to be hard. It's going to you're going to feel tired you know, it's going to be stressful. And so why not start out, give yourself, you know, an advantage here, start out with one to two streams, maybe a month. If you've never streamed before once a month, if you've streamed before, do it twice a month. And then as you can see, you're starting to work your way up to, Hey, four times a month. And then you can start to tack things in again. You also have life. So you got to remember that. Okay. So the sixth live stream pet peeve is that your show is running too long. Now, This is important because this impacts pretty much everything or it can impact everything. You know, it can impact your family, can impact your life. You know, if you tell, for example, your family, hey, I'm only going to stream for, you know, uh, for an hour and you end up streaming for two hours. Hmm. Okay. Maybe I need to make some adjustments. I got to find some time to fix some things. And so that's where live stream pet peeve number two, live stream lacking focus and structure is important. If you find that your live streams are running too long, you need to build some structure into your show. And remember, you don't have to cover everything. So you don't have to respond to all those comments. You could say, you know what? I've got a five-minute timer. I'm going to cover just comments uh, that we've gotten during the show in five minutes, and then I'll answer all the other ones later on or something. So again, if you find your show is running too long, like if it's running you know, five, 10 minutes long, that's actually pretty good. But if you're running an hour long or two hours long, and it was only going to be, you know, say it was going to be one hour and it ended up being three hours, then again, you need to put some structure and some focus into your show and really work hard at getting it down to the amount of time that you've allotted. If you find that an hour is simply just not enough, maybe you have too much going on in the show. You got to remember, I mean, you've got user comments, you've got an intro and an outro that takes about, you know, a couple minutes, you know, get right into the meat of the content and then just know how much time you have there. I mean, I would say if you have an hour show, you probably have about 30 to 40 minutes of actual content. And, you know, depending on questions and things like that, you know, it may derail you a bit. So that's where I'd say, you know, you build in a little bit of a buffer. So maybe an hour show, maybe you need a lot, an hour and a half and then work your way down to get to an hour. Again, we're working backwards. So pet peeve number six for me is shows that run too long. Now, I got to tell you, I know there are a lot more live stream pet peeves, but these are six that I've identified my live stream pet peeves. 
and some ways that you can go about fixing them. Uh, what I want to do though, is I want to hear from you. So what are some of your pet peeves when you watch a live stream? Do me a favor and let us know at launch your live. But with that, I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 150 of the launch your live show, where we talked about live stream pet peeves with that. We'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.